Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Train to Save's Dog Training Podcast. It's me, Christine. Um, I was planning on talking about build a relationship with your dog. It's something that's not really talked about a ton in the dog training world, that the most important thing you can do with your dog is build a relationship. And everyone builds a relationship with their dog. Um, What I mean is building a good relationship with your dog. If I have my dog and I've built a relationship that is built on fear or built on anger, then that's the relationship I'm going to have. And until you fix it, and which is hard to fix, you're going to have that hard relationship. We want to build a good relationship with our dog, but how do we do that? How do we build a good relationship with our dogs so that we have the ability to grow and train? Because if you don't have a good relationship with your dog, your dog's not going to want to do things for you. Versus if you do have a good relationship with your dog, they're more likely to do what you want them to do. So the first step is going to be learning your dog. When you bring your dog home, whether it's from a shelter as an older dog or as a puppy eight weeks from a breeder, it doesn't matter where you get your dog from, what age they are, you want to start building a relationship. Now, and how we're going to do this is we're going to get to know our dog. So find out what they like. Do they like toys? Do they love affection? Do they want to lay in your lap? Do they like food, you know, things like this, because these are going to help us build a relationship. It's, think about it kind of like dating, which is so weird because we're not dating our dogs, but I mean, when you meet a person, you're going to get to know them. You do things with them. You, you know, it's not just dating. Like, it's not just going out to dinner. It's not just doing the steps. It's you're getting to know the person. You're learning who they are, what they like, because everyone's different. And that's the same with your dog. When you bring your dog home, we are going to figure out what our dog likes, what our dog's personality is like, what things they don't like, um, what they like to do in their spare time, you know, that kind of stuff. For example, my dog, he loves it outside. He's a Siberian Husky. It's in the colder weather, especially. He loves sitting outside. And something that I do with him that I enjoy is I go and I sit outside after I've finished all my chores before we go to bed, an hour, 30 minutes before bed. We just go and lay outside. And I'll take a blanket and we'll just sit out there. Sit out there for 30 minutes, an hour. I don't play with him. I don't do anything. We just sit out there and he loves it so much. And that's definitely helped build our relationship and build a bond with us. Um, Every dog is different. And when you do something with your dog that they enjoy, you should enjoy it just as much. If your dog loves sitting outside and you don't, then don't sit outside. Find something else that they enjoy. Dogs aren't a one, one dog fits one like sport or one thing my my dog he's a service dog he does he's getting into karting we're going to start karting because he loves to pull we're doing sledding he does um we're working on agility and musical freestyle there's a lot of things that you can put one dog into that they enjoy and as long as they enjoy it that's all that matters now if i enjoy it it's going to be that much more fun like I'm gonna if I enjoy going out and sledding which I do I love mushing it's one of my favorite things to do with my dog if I enjoy it I'm gonna go out and do it which means that we're gonna do it more often versus if I hated it if I didn't like doing it we probably would never pull the sled out and go do it because 
I don't like doing it. Why would I go out and do it? It would become a chore. Just like a lot of people walking the dog is a chore. Yes, walking the dog is great, but let's find other things that our dog enjoys doing that can relieve stress and help them to improve mentally, physically, um, in confidence, independence. Okay, uh, so now once we've got our dog, we kind of learn their personality. We're starting the bonding process there. We've met our dog. We're kind of getting to know them, and we're always going to be getting to know them. There's all we're going to be watching. We know what their body language like. We know what they like, what they dislike, what what certain things mean when they do certain things, what they want or what they need. The next thing is going to be spending time. Now, I I know I kind of talked about this a little bit before, and when we spend time with our dog, it should be quality time. Whether you're sitting on the couch watching a movie and you're just sitting there with your dog in your lap petting them, or if you're, um, I don't know, taking a leisure walk, or if you decide to sit outside with them, or just anything really that you can do with your dog that gets you interacting with your dog and building that relationship is going to help. The next thing that I would say building relationship is going to entail, meaning that what we're going to do to be able to help build this relationship is we need to keep everything fun. If I want a drill sergeant relationship, then I'm going to be a drill sergeant to my dog, and that's what they're going to learn. Now, if I want my dog to enjoy doing training, enjoy doing what we're doing, I'm going to turn everything into a game. When we're building a relationship with our dogs, what we want them to feel is how we need to treat them. And I don't know if that makes sense, but we... If I want training to be fun, like it is for me, or if I want training to be fun for me and not frustrating, then I have to make it fun for my dog. And this is something that a lot of my clients uh, have definitely come in and I explain it and they're like, oh, and once we fix the problem, it's like that. The problem's fixed and their relationship with their dog improves tremendously. One of the easiest way to do this is when training, get engagement play with your dog. Um, Some dogs play differently than others, so you're going to have to kind of um, adjust based on that. And every dog's different, which means that you're going to use a different technique for every dog. Um, For example, I have a client that come in, come in, came to me for a session and their dog wasn't listening, was, you know, all over the place, wasn't behaving at all. And they're like, we just don't know what we're going to do. Like, we don't know how to get her to behave. It was a German Shepherd mix. She's a smaller, so maybe, I don't know, she could have a lot of different things in her, but she's definitely got German Shepherd. Well, she has a work drive. She definitely loves to do what you're asking her to do. But they hadn't built that relationship with her in her wanting to please them or work for them they've they kind of created some tension so she didn't know what they wanted and she didn't really want to do what they asked she wanted to do what she wanted to do which is fine except for when I need my dog to behave so all I did was we just did engagement we just we walked and then made we got super excited about walking backwards and getting the dog engaged with me focused on me I didn't have to use treats at all. I did use treats because some dogs are treat motivated and that makes it that much more enjoyable. Now, when we're training, 
if our relationship's good with our dog, we don't have to have treats all the time. We use treats to guide and to lure and to teach them that, yes, that's what I wanted, but when we have a good relationship, once they know what I want, I shouldn't have to wave a treat over their face or in their nose to get them to do that, if that makes sense. I shouldn't have to, when they see a squirrel that they is way more engaging, more exciting than I am, I shouldn't have to pull out that bacon treat and wave it in his face and say, hey, look, 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 I've got this, because eventually what's going to happen is I'm going to go out and he's going to see that squirrel or that other dog or a cat, and he's going to decide that I am not in entertaining or I'm going to wave that treat and he's going to be like, oh, I don't care. That thing over there is way more um, exciting than what you've got in your hand. Whereas if I have a good relationship with my dog and I set the boundaries and I say, hey, this is what we're going to do or come on, let's do this or let's play. My dog's going to be like, oh, okay, let's do that. And something that I do in situations like that is distance and that kind of stuff. And that stuff we can talk about later and I can do podcasts on later and episodes and stuff. But what I want to get across here is that we have to build a good relationship with our dog. We Everyone builds a relationship with their dog. The question is, is it a good relationship? Just the same as you can build a relationship with a friend, but is it a good relationship? Are they manipulating you? Are they... Um, are they making you upset? Are they frustrating you? Or is it an angry or sad um, friendship where it's just not the type of relationship you want to be in? It's the same with our dog. We got to build a good relationship. If they're sad or if they um, are always scared that something's going to happen, then they're not going to do what we ask out of love or out of loyalty or out of the respect that they they want to do that for us because it's enjoyable and it's fun. They're going to do it because they don't want to get hit or they don't want to be corrected violently or they don't want to. And I'm not saying in this that there's um, that you can't correct or you can't discipline. I'm just saying that we shouldn't be beating our dogs and stuff like this, obviously. But I'm saying we have to build a good relationship and I, I said that multiple times through this. That's what this entire episode is on, is just building a good relationship. And there's really not a ton that goes with this topic as far as, like, what I could talk about. I can ramble on and say the exact same things over and over again, and I'm not going to do that. Hopefully, I haven't done that just because, you know, it gets boring and you'll want to turn it off and do something else. But... We have to build a good relationship, and if your relationship starts to, like, you notice you're going to work more or you don't have a lot of time, when you do have time, when you do have that five minutes, take your dog out and play with them for even just five minutes, and that's going to build your relationship that much more. But um, I guess what I'm trying to bring uh, say is we need to build a relationship, a good relationship with our dog, and we need to learn who our dog is and what things they like, what things they dislike. We we have to learn about our dog in a way that we know them personally. And I hope that makes sense. I'm going to go ahead and end here just so that I'm not rambling on way too much. I'm going to try and be posting once a week. I got a new mic, so we'll see how that goes. But... I will see you guys 
next week. Hopefully, I'm not going to make any promises. I'm trying. Everything's really crazy, especially with the holidays right now. But, yeah. Uh, build a relationship with your dogs. And hope this helps somebody. Uh, I'm going to end that here. See you guys next time. Thank you for joining us at Train to Save uh, Dog Trainings Podcast with Christine. And I will see you guys next time.